0: I Can't help it, I'm ball like a Celtic. I can't help it nah, I can't help it nah, I can't help it, I'm more like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. Alright, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPulcito, and the Celtics fall to the Atlanta Hawks 108-92. Gonna follow today's podcast, same as usual. Uh run through, play of the game, some of the highs. And wrap up some of the lows here. Uh, To get things started off here, I want to give player of the game to Marcus Smart. And you'll look at today's game. He kind of did everything that you wanted him to do. Defensively, he was the dog out there. Like, he made a couple of just unbelievable plays defensively uh, and played a, a strong, strong game. You know, this is a game he didn't light up the stat sheet in any particular area. Uh, although he did end up with 17 points, which is more than most Celtics fans are are used to or would even ask from him. Uh, so 17 points today, six rebounds, two assists, uh, and a steal. But really, I thought that he pushed the pace today for this Celtics team. That's what the Celtics needed uh, at various points of today. Uh, the big difference between today, though, and the other games is that the shots just weren't falling, right? You look at today's game, uh, 35% from the field, 19% from three. Uh, and a lot of them were wide open looks. Uh, this is really just ugly. Like the third, fantastic basketball. We and We'll dive into those numbers in a little bit here. But if you look at the stats from, you know, the Kings game and the Wizards game, both of those games are outliers. Right? Like the Celtics aren't going to go out and shoot lights out most nights. We've seen that all season long. We've seen it for, honestly, the last two years at this point. Uh, But against the Kings, 44% from three. Uh, And against the Wizards, 48.7% from three. Like we've seen what this team is capable of, but they don't do it on a consistent basis. So tonight, when you shoot 19%, Like that's half, that's less than half of what you made the previous two games when you came out and blew out the Kings and blew out the Wizards. This isn't an unbelievable defensive team in Atlanta. They're a team that typically just outscores you because they can put up points. And honestly, they're still under 500. They've won their last six games in a row now after beating the Celtics. So they're obviously playing better basketball but this isn't a team that's stellar defensive team. You know they they've got good rim protection and Capella and John Collins, but outside of that, their wing defense, their perimeter defense is not great. Like this should be a team, and this is a team where the Celtics got a lot of great looks from three, uh, and a lot of it, you know, stemmed from guys driving and dishing out, but people just weren't finishing. Uh, And that's where you see these assist numbers just plummet, right? Like there's only 15 assists on the, as a team today because guys weren't hitting shots. Like this isn't, it's not the fault of Tatum, Brown, smart. Uh, It's the fault of everyone else for just not hitting shots. Uh, And that part's tough. You know, the Celtics need to, need to hit shots in timely manners especially wide open because this is a it's a team that has talent, right? Like it's not completely diminished of talent, but guys that have been really good from three all season long. Grant Williams, 0 of 3 tonight. Josh Richardson, 1 of 4. He's another one that's a 40% shooter this year. Schroeder, 0 for 2. You know, Al, I can't say he's been good all year, but he 0 for 1. Jalen, 2 for 9. Jason Tatum, two for eight. The only one on the team that shot 50% from three is Marcus Smart. And that's not the reason I gave him player of the game. I gave him player of the game because he held this team up. Defensively, he held, he pushed the pace. like He was the reason that the Celtics were in this game. Like Trey Young tonight still scored 21. So I'm not going to say Marcus Smart was unbelievable in his time on him but Trey Young was 8 of 25 which is horrible like horrible 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 uh so this is good like this is a good defensive game for the most part what killed the Celtics and we'll dive into it is turnovers and just missed shots those are the two areas that the Celtics struggled with the most uh, But looking at some of the positives, Marcus Smart, I think, played a really solid game, right? The other two guys, your other two Jays, right, Uh, Tatum and Brown, they were okay. Like Jalen Brown, I thought, played a, a really solid offensive game, but he turned the ball over seven times. He was a guy, for the majority of today, that was putting his head down, driving, getting to the rim. Uh, And that was good. But there were times where he got open threes and he missed them. Like he shot two of nine from three today. So I'm not going to say he was all downhill. But he was really aggressive trying to get to the hoop tonight. Which is good to see. But you still need that mix. You still need guys hitting shots. Same thing with Jason Tatum. Uh, Well actually no. Screw that. Not really the same thing for Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum was 5 of 17 from the field tonight. He did get to the line, went 8 of 8. That's the only reason that he ended up with 20 points. Because those free throws saved him. Because shooting-wise, this is another game where he's, you know, under 30%, uh, which is just horrible. Like, 5 of 17 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3. Like, these are not Jason Tatum numbers. And it's, it's so frustrating looking at the last two games because against the Kings, he absolutely went off, right? 36 points, 14 of 23, seven of 14 from three, right? Against the wizards, even better, 51 points on 18 of 28, nine of 14 from three. Like, I don't understand how this is the same guy coming out game after game after game. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, But that's, it's tough. Like that's what the Celtics team has done all season long. And it's just extremely frustrating. You know, the other guy that, you know, honestly was probably the second best player today was Robert Williams. I think he had a, I think he had a great game. 11 points, 10 rebounds, four of which were offensive. Uh, Had a couple punch outs that were solid. Uh, that led to good plays. Couple alley-oops. But he didn't really do much. He had 11 points at the half. He ended with 11 points. They didn't utilize him. Which is weird because the Celtics went on a... They won the third quarter 30-18. to 18. And for whatever reason, Robert Williams wasn't attached to that quarter at all. Really the second half at all. But... Uh, we need to dive into some of the negatives here because this is the this is the big issue for the Celtics team. Uh, it's turnovers, it's missed shots, it's bench performances. There's a lot of things in today's game. Uh, want to dive into it? Before we do so, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on a DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? You can experience the conference championships with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN for 50 to 6 odds. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com use code Celtics take 15 that's Celtics take one five for 15 percent off you won't regret it all right so want to dive through some of the negatives here because there's a lot uh before I do so I really I just want to note how poorly the Celtics have been on the road this season we're now two and eight in our last 10 road games nine and 15 in road games on the season uh with that being said it means the Celtics are a halfway decent home team which is great right however at this point of the season we're not getting a home court advantage in playoffs if we make playoffs Uh, so I want to dive into some of the negatives because a lot of the negatives today are the same negatives that we've had all season long so it makes sense to continue to talk about it but a lot of today came down to a couple different things it came down to Shot selection, shot making, turnovers, and there's one other thing, and that is rotations. And I'm going to talk about all three of them. I want to start here with shot selection. And this is a short section, because realistically, I don't think that there are a ton of terrible shots today. Uh, When the Celtics are shooting so poorly, it's tough watching them take 36. We've seen them take significantly more than that. Uh, so 36, not a horrible, horrible number, but on nights where you're shooting 19%, you'd like to see that lower and have them attack more. But that's not my issue. There are a couple of different possessions, and this happened with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, but I want to I wanna circle in on one Jason Tatum possession that I'm remembering. He gets the ball with about 18, 18 seconds on the shot clock. He's sitting at the top of the key with Gallinari covering him, who is significantly slower and is not a great defender. Someone that Jason Tatum should be able to blow by. What does Jason Tatum do? Again, mind you, got the ball with about 18 seconds. He dribbles a couple in between the legs, you know, fake juke step and pulls back for a three, step back three. So six seconds he wastes off on the clock. Everybody is standing still. And Jason Tatum takes a follow away three. Again, Jason Tatum on the night. Two of eight from three. These aren't shots that you should be continuing to take. Like we love the fact that Jason Tatum just looks at the next shot. He doesn't think about the last and he continues to shoot. That's a great quality to have. But if you're two of eight, try to get to the rim. He did a great job of that for the majority of tonight. But it's shots like these that force everyone else to stand still, flat-footed, and not move. And that is not what you want this team to do. We've said it for the last two years that this team needs constant movement. And when shots like these go up, it's just—it's not a good look. It doesn't ever end well, unless it's one of those nights where Jason Tatum just absolutely goes off and goes nuclear, like you know, both of our last two games. But it's not the case today, and he knew that because this was in like the third quarter. It's just not a good look, right? The other—the other part to this is shot making. Clearly, any game where the Celtics go out and shoot. from the field, 19% from three. There's a huge issue with making shots. And it's for everybody. It's absolutely everybody tonight. Jason Tatum shot poorly, five of 17. Horford, 0 for three. Didn't get a single field goal. Time Lord, smart, good shooting games. Jalen Brown, nine of 22, not great. Grant, 0 for 4. Nismith, 1 for 3. Schroeder, 1 for 5. Richardson, 3 for 9. Romeo, 1 for 4. Like, these are bad games for this team. Like, there shouldn't be a situation where the Hawks bench just tears us apart. And the Celtics couldn't do anything. Like, these these are games where you've got Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench because we have a healthy lineup. You've got Schroeder and Richardson. And honestly, I'm going to throw Grant into the mix on this because he's been great this year. You've got three guys that can legitimately score. And you look at it, Grant, zero. Schroeder, two points. Richardson was the best of the bunch with seven, but even he's still, you know, three of nine. One for four from three, like not good shooting numbers. Like this is a serious issue for this team and it has been for a long time. Until these shots start to fall on a consistent basis, this team is going to continue to float at 500. And it's very frustrating because we've seen how good this team can play. When shots are falling and not even falling at an all NBA level, like the last two games, we don't need 44 and 48% from three, like, give me a league average. Give me 36%, right? 36% and this team is six wins better. Like we're sitting on this season and we're 31 and 19. And I, I genuinely believe that. Like, there are a lot of games here where if the Celtics just shot okay, average, that they would have won. And probably by a decent margin. Like, a lot of, they've lost so many games just because of poor, poor shooting. And that sucks because there is talent on this team. Like, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown are both 40% shooters, you know, Grant Williams. On the season is a 43, 44% free three-point shooter. Like you've got guys that can hit shots. Josh Richardson, who hasn't been a three-point shooter for most of his career, is also shooting 40% around there this year. So like, there are guys that can hit these shots, but they don't fall consistently. And that's where the Celtics lose these games. But tonight, it's not strictly that it's not strictly you know failure to make shots a lot of tonight was on turnovers as well this was another game where the celtics gave up 18 turnovers again jalen brown seven of them and it's a shame because he started off you know he had two bad turnovers in the first quarter but he was aggressive so it didn't really make a difference he was aggressive getting to the rim getting the shots that he wanted, but the turnovers just continued. And some of them were just ugly. It got to a point where he's just, you know, really just throwing his head down, trying to create stuff that in positions where it's just not there. he's going back to like freshman, sophomore JB, where he's just kind of running out of control. Kind of what Neesmith does on a daily basis whenever he gets minutes. Uh, but 24 points off of turnovers for Atlanta, and this is this is where a huge part of the game fell apart. You know, I will give the Celtics credit. We also took advantage of turnovers at points. The reason that the Celtics were still in this game came down to free throws. Like we're, I believe, the second best free throw shooting team in the NBA. And it showed again tonight, 25 of 27, 92.6%. That is what kept us in this game. But you can't give up 24 points off of turnovers and expect to win, especially if shots aren't falling. The fact that it was as close as it was at points was mind-blowing to me. We had this down to, I think, one point. We were down by one with like, I don't know, six minutes or so left in the game. Sometime early in the fourth, right? Like this is, this was doable. This was a very winnable game. Uh, But turnovers killed us. The other thing that killed us tonight was rotations. And for the people that listen to this on a consistent basis, right? I don't like to bash the coach. Like the coach isn't going out and shooting 20% from the field. It's the players, Right? It's Jalen Brown. It's Jason Tatum. It's Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart was fantastic tonight, so I'm not even gonna throw him in there. But it's these it's the players that are going out and just straight and missing shots. However, the fourth quarter came, the third quarter came actually, and we outscored the Hawks 30 to 18. We really got this close. Right? And then the fourth quarter comes and Eme just switches up the lineup completely, right? He takes out Al, he takes out Smart, and he throws in Schroeder. And the offense just completely went stale, went stagnant. Dennis Schroeder did nothing tonight. He helped one play where there was a turnover, the Atlanta was getting out in transition, and Dennis Schroeder came up from behind, swiped it out of bounds, and that was a great play. It was a great play for Dennis Schroeder. But when he was in there, offensively, this team was a mess. It was an absolute mess. I do want to note, though, that he was held to just 15 minutes tonight. And it should have been less. Honestly, it should have been less, because he should not have played as much as he did in the 4th but this is a sign guys like him playing 15 minutes in a game where we really needed scoring, especially in that fourth quarter where we only scored 15 him, not playing a bunch shows that this team is ready to move on. I don't, I can't, I still can't see it any other way. It doesn't make sense to me. Like there needs to be a move soon. Uh, because the Celtics team just needs something. Even if it's just getting something back. Like as far as trade capital goes. It doesn't even need to make a splash. But it need something needs to happen for this team. Like psychologically, a guy leaving, giving other guys minutes like Nismith, Pritchard, Romeo. That right there can give a team the boost that it needs. So just shaking up that one player in Dennis Schroeder can change things because it's giving other potential shooters minutes. Right. Uh, But this is like the rotations tonight were an issue. Like that should not be the case. You should not be rolling out smart Schroeder lineups because Marcus smart sat to start the fourth, but then a couple minutes in he brought smart in, but left Schroeder in and those lineups have been a nightmare late in the game. It should not ever be a closing lineup, and it was tonight. And I'm not saying that's the only reason that the Celtics fell apart in the fourth, because there were a lot of there were a lot of reasons. Right? Like we gave up 28 points in the fourth. A lot of them were on free throws in the fourth because they were in the penalty with, I want to say seven eight minutes left in the quarter, which is an issue, and they they took advantage of it. The Celtics didn't. The Celtics were in the penalty, I want to say, three of the four quarters. uh, Which, again, they were 25 of 27. So they did take advantage of it for the most part. But Atlanta in the fourth quarter took advantage of it more. They took advantage of the turnovers. They got out in transition. They did what they needed to do. Uh, And that part's frustrating. But that's where we're going to wrap things up. This is the first of a back to back doubleheader here. Uh, got another game tomorrow. Hopefully, turn it around, get back over 500 because we are right there again, 25 and 25. Uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter, at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Uh, make sure to rate and review the podcast. And make sure to tune in again tomorrow night. Uh, have a good night, Sully fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. <laughs>